Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 104 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's Trev and that's the stoner. And you're going to know that because I'm finally going to click that button that says show the display names. That's for our visual people who are watching the show live here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Of course, we put these out after the fact where you can listen to these on your favorite podcast platform on the go and on the move so it is going to be a doozy of a show with these two gentlemen here as in the cool down we're actually going to be heating things back up mm. with the qb1 talk and our offensive coordinator where are where is washington gonna go with that offensive coordinator all that's going to be in the cool down for the game we have a special guest that's aj perez of front office sports is going to be joining us and we're going to talk about What's going on with the sale of the team? Lots of info coming out on that, and A.J. Perez is the one in the know. So we'll be talking with him directly here on Ref the District as far as that's concerned. Here in the warm-up, sponsored by the Sky Bar. Head down to Lexington, Virginia. Meet Trev in person and drop Ref the District. Your first drink is free. That's at the Sky Bar in Lexington, Virginia. In the warm-up that they are sponsoring today, it is the NFC East is well represented in the divisional round, minus the Washington Commanders. Just how far behind are we? That's the question for our warm-up. It sucks seeing all three of our division rivals this far into the playoffs. I want, you know... I figured the Giants were going to win. I picked them to win. I picked Dallas to lose, but it wouldn't have been nice to only have to root against the Eagles this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm I'm different from you guys. I kind of like it. it it's kind of we won eight games and missed the playoffs by basically a half a game in the toughest division in all of the NFL. We were a half a game away from being there in those playoffs. So I kind of it's a badge of honor to see those three teams. That finished ahead of us, they're all still thriving in the playoffs. And we did fairly well against them, right? One and one against Philly, one and one against Dallas, oh one and one against the Giants. So I think I think it's kind of a badge of honor. I don't know why you guys are hating on it so much. I, I don't see this as a that sounds like a very college way of taking it, right? Like, <laughs> like you like you're a Florida guy. And mm-hmm. so if the SEC does well in the bowl games, you're like, hey, this is this is this is good for us because it shows that our conference is difficult and all that. Yeah. No one, no one really should care about that. I think the NFL. I don't want to see these guys do well. Nah. You know, it yeah. sucked when when the Eagles won their first Super Bowl because that was one thing we got to lord over them. Yeah, that's right. And that was taken away from us. And yeah. then the, the Giants with Eli Manning and calling them mid, and they go on these two amazing runs against Super Bowls. That just, it doesn't. It's not good. And I definitely. Do not want to go into the offseason with the Cowboys being successful in the postseason. They're annoying. Fans are annoying as it is. And if we give them any more victories, that's just that just makes them even worse. Yeah. Trev, no, where I, do you stand on this one? Yeah, I'm not a badge of honor. You can keep that badge, Stoner. I don't need I don't need that one. It's embarrassing. That's to me, it's like, oh well, we lost to the to the Giants and tied the Giants when we should have beaten them. We beat Philly once. We beat Dallas once. Why can't we be there too? It's mm-hmm. not fair. I want to be at the big dance too. Yeah. And, just, and just their fan bases. They're all three teams are rival, like arch rivals. 
I don't know how it is for like other teams of the divisions, but for this division, every team is an arch nemesis slash rival. So it's like, why do you want to root for any one of them, no matter who they're playing? Because they're coming from the same place that you're coming from, the NFC East. So um, I don't like it. So what if the if the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl? Oh, gross. I'm just saying. I mean, we don't want them to, right? But you can say you like badge of honor. Michael we- Michael says that he's okay with the Cowboys being stomped in the Super Bowl. So what happens? Okay, what do you mean? Go ahead, Senator. I was just saying if if they make it to the Super Bowl and, yeah. and we don't want them to win that part, right? right? But you can say we whooped their tails in the last game of the year. We're the ones that scared them straight, right? Or if the Eagles do it, we're the ones that turn their season around and cause them to. Uh, to to change their defensive philosophy in order to stop the run and go out and get a couple of better guys. We're the ones that cause them to get to where they are. All right, Nathan, hold on. Nathan. A, you know what that sounds I'm like? That sounds an awful like, a lot like the Heineke Hive, where they're like, he yeah. almost beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, Nathan, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. That's Refart the show, because I don't know where Stoner is, because whoever this guy up here is not Stoner. So yes. let's rebirth the show. Come back. Let's reboot. No, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that I want them to win. I'm you don't not have saying to. That, that I you... like that they're there, but there is some there is some gravitas to no, us not, having bro. to look to them and change their season and cause them to say we got to so, fix what we're doing because we lost to them commanders. So we should give some of that. We should get some of that Super Bowl trophy and memorabilia and, and championship. Then, if that's what you're saying, hey, that's what I said last week uh, on last week's <laughs> show. If Philadelphia wins it all, then then maybe uh, uh, Scott Turner should get some of that piece of that trophy because he ran the ball so much on them <laughs> that he forced them to change their entire no. defensive philosophy. No, well, now he'll no. get it by himself because he's not with us anymore, so it's that's irrelevant. Right. I, I guarantee you, no one is, no one cares about that footnote in history of, oh well, they, you know, they won the Super Bowl, but they did lose to the Washington Commanders. No one's, no one's about six weeks that. ago. Remember that? <laughs> it didn't mean anything. Yeah, I remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. I'm just trying to give you kind of a devil's advocate side to no, it, so that because I mean, we could all just sit here and say, yeah, it sucks that all three of them in. Next topic. I'm just trying to give you like a yeah yeah you know, sure now, now he's trying to say we were I will give you this Stoner we were this close to making it where all four teams are in the playoffs so right. that would have been cool that yeah, Trout, that Trout been here amazing. was talking about that 2024 divisional round all four NFC East teams that would be something be we almost had all four NFC East teams in the playoffs Washington you know if the thing is is if they went one and one against each of <laughs> The their division rivals and they went oh oh one and one against the Giants. If that was yeah. one and one like Philadelphia and Dallas, they're we'd in the playoffs. There. We'd have been there. there. And then we probably get crushed by San Francisco the same way the Seahawks did. But that leads me no, to well, this okay. part. The, well, Stoner, hold on. Th- that leads me to the next part, which okay. is yeah. just how far behind these teams are we? Are we looking at 2024 like Trout's saying here in the comment section? Where we we're in the playoffs with the rest of the division, or are we going to get further and further behind? Now, I know that's very early to decide because we haven't no, hit easy. the real off season yet. yet but where is this team at? In the words of Ron Rivera, quarterback. Yeah, sure. That is, that is literally what is missing. 
Absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to get into the QB one talk. I'm being serious. Think about it. For what it's worth, Dak Prescott is a good QB, and they have a stout defense. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, Daniel Jones has an, is an improved quarterback this year, and they have a scrappy defense. That defensive line is pretty nice. Jalen uh, and then who else is there? Oh, oh yeah, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and then the playmakers and defense he has around them. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's also quarterback slash maybe coaching slash offensive play calling slash coordinator. But for the most part, outside of X's and O's, it's quarterback. They all three have a quarterback of their franchise or at least of some, you know, longer than one year <laughs> and mm-hmm. continuity at that position. Unlike us, we're changing. It's revolving door at our position. Yeah. You're, That's you're, really you're, what it is. Yeah. And, and we're this close and we're this close, this close to being there or even past that. We even said last year, coming into this year, we thought with a seven-win team against that schedule last year, mm-hmm. that you come into this year and presumably you had a better quarterback with um, uh, with Carson Wentz. And, mm-hmm. presu- and you had an easier schedule. Right. Presumably you should have won more than eight games. And for so sure. you would be there, but for the quarterback position, of course. And, so they've got to fix that and fix a few other things to get even further. But, but yeah, we're quarterback. right there with with the powers of the NFC. Three of the last four teams are in our division, which we're close, but we're not close enough. Yeah, but I just I just think that I, I don't think we're we're you know falling backwards or anything like that, or or we're going to be monumentally behind, like Gus Bus is saying here. But I do feel like we need next season to be successful. Otherwise, it is going to feel like we're that much further behind. Could you imagine if, again, all three teams next year make the playoffs and Washington's 6-10 and 10 or worse? Yeah. Yeah. Then it's going to feel like quarterback isn't going to solve it. We, we, are, we are several pieces away. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know that we're a, more than a few pieces. You talked about the offensive coordinator. We need a better offensive line. Uh, which is what Michael's saying in the the comment section as well. We need a line to protect whoever's going to be QB one next mm-hmm. year. So I just don't want to see them be any more successful than what they have been, and because it just may, seems like that gap will be even further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but then they can pull a St. Louis Rams and uh, or sorry, Los Angeles Rams Whoa, and have have a huge how are you guys hangover? <laughs> Showing your age. Um, well, here's a question that that I was pondering on Saturday uh, during those games when Dallas was blowing out Tampa Bay and so on. Would you rather? Took way too much joy in that, by the way. In the well, because I chat. I called it as soon yeah, as the end of the Washington Dallas game when we whooped up on them. I said Dallas is still going to beat Tampa. Dallas <laughs> is still a better team. You did, and you knew that. they were. You guys were just y'all on your feels. Uh, but I can't root for the Cowboys no matter what. I know I'm not saying root for them, but you know, make a little money. Yeah, on them. Yeah, Scott, I put, I put, I would have put, <laughs> had, put money against them, so I'm glad I didn't because they would have ruined my day twice. Yeah. Um. So, but my question is: Would you rather be, for example, the Buccaneers, who barely get into the playoffs and then get just crushed by the Cowboys, or would you rather be? Washington, who barely misses the playoffs and, and doesn't get in at all, who would you rather be? Would you rather be the team that doesn't get in, or would you rather be the team that gets in and gets just absolutely shellacked 
in the first. Oh, you yeah, always chip uh, in a chair. You want to, you want to, yeah. you want to be there because you don't know I what's going to happen when when you make yeah, you the don't. playoffs. You, you, yeah, you could be the Jaguars. Yeah, absolutely. Come and you'll know, come back from twenty-seven points down to to win at home. I mean, you yeah. just need a chip in a chair. And so I don't understand, especially when it comes to look at look at Washington this year, right? The difference between you know the winning that Dallas game and not winning it was was two picks total. And some people still would have wanted to lose to Dallas for two you know oh, two, two positions up and yeah. the draft. You know, it's not two draft picks, but it's two positions two dra- uh, yeah, you yeah. know closer to the first overall pick. They wanted to lose for that, and it would have been the same thing if Washington wins makes the playoffs and then gets you know, like you said, shellacked, then all of a sudden, instead of the 18th or the, it would have been if they lost like this 14th or 16th pick, they're picking 18. And it's like, no, no, they, that's at that point in the draft. It's not like picking one to picking eight. It's, it's picking 14 to 16. There's not that big of a jump and uh, player typically at that. And then it really does matter, you know, the name that you're picking and the fit for the team. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand the people who are like, no, I'd rather have not made the playoffs and been higher in the draft or not, you know, not have won the game against Dallas and been higher in the draft. No, you want to win. You want to celebrate. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I, I don't understand why there are those out there who would just rather, I mean, there's people when they were one and four, just said lose every game so you can get a top draft pick or whatever. How, how much fun is it to sit there week after week and just root for your team to lose just so you can have a chance at a guy that you still don't know is going to work out? I.e. Chase Young. I.e. Oh my Marshall god. Marie, I.e. Stop putting uh, Chase Young in there. It really I, worked out. I'm saying not yet. He has. <laughs> All right, so- I mean. How hey. many people were excited about Baker Mayfield at first overall or Kyler Murray? Yeah, and these right, guys right. aren't necessarily going to be the answer. And Zach you, Wilson, Jameis, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. I mean, you can just go on and on and on about these guys who are picked one and two overall. Carson Wentz, you know, these are just so many that don't work out. It doesn't matter where you pick in the draft. You just have to pick properly. But yeah, people would just say, let's draft lose, is a and lose, and lose. But I, I can't. I'll never that's loser talk to me. I'll never be able to endorse that mindset. What if you're three what if you're three and ten? Well, I I think that's probably a little bit different. That's, but yes, I also I wouldn't endorse trying to lose. I might endorse playing the young guys and see what happens, but not, you know, that's trying to lose. lose yeah. It's it's different in football. There are others in basketball, it's a little it's different, right? In the NBA, one guy can turn around an entire franchise and can completely change everything. And there, it might be a, a five-person draft where there are five guys that are good, and then after that, you know, you don't have anybody. It's pretty pretty right? much every NBA draft is that way, right? Like there's like four or Nowadays. five guys, Nowadays. four or five guys that could be potentially changing your, right. your franchise's, uh, you know, you know, trajectory. Uh, and then the rest is just like this is going to be a role player, and right? Right. So yeah, in the NBA, one guy can go out there and he can dominate a game on both sides, right? They play offense and they play defense, and can change your fortunes around. But in the in the NFL, it's not that easy. One guy can be great, but he cannot necessarily turn your franchise around. So why tank for somebody who you just don't know is going to work out? Yeah. 
Gus Bus, this is a very touchy subject don't, here. Don't, as get him out of here. As, as two here. two of the people on this get podcast are not fans of money bags beer. Kawhi <laughs> um, Leonard uh, Jr. So for our audio listeners, uh, Gus Bus says, "Yeah, just like Bradley Beal has done wonders for us, get him out of Washington town. Wizards." Yeah, it's it it, oh, it NBA is different than the NFL, and then you, I still just want my teams to win. I want. Yeah, every week to be successful i can't bring myself to you know be excited about a loss like even even if it means you know that higher draft pick it's it, as gregory had said earlier the draft is all a crapshoot it's it's gonna be you know who's to say you know the difference between picking one and picking two where we've got chase young that you know Chase Young didn't end up being this generational talent within the first three years and didn't get injured. And he's mm-hmm. logging all these double digit sacks, or maybe they take a Tua or a Herbert as Stoner, you know, keeps trying to do his revisionist history here. Mm-hmm. And maybe those guys don't work out here. You know, you, you just, you just never know what it's going to be like year to year. When, and so when you, you look want, at the, you just want to be happy. That's right. Week to week. You don't want to sit there and say, I hope my team loses this week. In the end, whatever the record is and whatever draft position they get, let's do the best that you can with that. But if you look at the quarterbacks who are in the final eight right now and, and they kind of run the gamut of draft picks, you've got the one ones. You've got the Joe Burrows and the Trevor Lawrence in there. But you've also got Mahomes, who is the 10th pick, right? You've got Herbert, who was, I believe, sixth. Daniel Jones was fourth. Seventh, I think. Seventh, actually. something you know like that. But then you've got... Uh, Jalen Hurts, who was a second rounder. Dak was a fourth rounder. Brock Purdy, that whole thing's an outlier, whatever. Uh, you know, he hey. was a sixth round or seventh rounder, last pick of the draft. Uh, but that's a little bit of an outlier. No, it is an outlier because because they, they, started, the season, the they started the season with the quarterback who was drafted in the first round, number. It's three. not how you start; it's about how you finish. I know, but I'm just saying that's an outlier. He's not going to be there next year as the starter. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's he's unless there's still an injury that's lingering. He's, he's not going to be QB one. Or they go, they go to the Super Bowl. He's starting quarterback next year. I mean, Jimmy G was, is gone. Listen, Jimmy gone. G went to a Super Bowl and they drafted Trey Lance the next year. Yeah, because Jimmy because G was injury prone, but now they didn't know that Trey Lance was injury prone too. So now they're screwed themselves out of both quarterbacks. The point so, is, they're not going to just turn the team over to some Bro, seventh round. If you go to the Super Bowl and you don't make them QB1, yeah. I don't think they will. Unless just, they win the Super Bowl. Get fired. That's that's command all. this podcast in the chat right now. Yeah, I'll put, put a dollar put, on put it. Put a dollar on it. Brock Purdy uh, is QB1 then, next year, bro, if they go to the Super Bowl. It's that's, that's not even a thing. Let, let me reel us back in because last time I checked, this was a Washington Commanders discussion. See what he, and he, see what he does. I was just trying to talk about these the are the kind of conversations that we have normally <laughs> offline. Uh, what we were talking about, gentlemen, if you remember, I don't was, no, no. was <laughs> Washington Commanders in relationship to the three division oh, teams yeah. that are quarterback in the playoffs right now. Yeah. You're you're saying quarterback, and and, and a couple people are pointing to potential. Having, um, you know, Mahomes and mm. Trevor Lawrence being those one guys that turn it turn around their franchise, is that really what could potentially happen here? As Washington drafts the guy you said, Trev earlier, quarterback, right? That's what yeah. Ron Rivera said. 
Do you really think getting the quarterback that would turn around, maybe Sam Howell turns into, you know, this prolific guy who is supposed to be, as we hear all the time, drafted in the first round. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's enough to turn around this Washington franchise? That's got to be, bro. I mean, look what he did against the Cowboys last game of the season with a, a rookie quarterback who's never played in the NFL before. What did he do? He scored 26 points. Yeah, the defense had a pick six, but he beat the Dallas Cowboys. You saw what Taylor Heineke did coming off the couch with the weapons around him. He led us to NFC East Championship in, during COVID, and he you know, won, got us a winning streak. So, like, it's kind of clear that if we have a competent quarterback back there, we can get things done. We can make things happen. We have the weapons on our own offense. We have a, a okay defense that can improve, but we have the pieces there to to once make us a top-ranked defense the two out of three years Rivera's been there. So outside of the X's and O's and the nitty-gritty stuff, it's clearly quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't need a Pat Mahomes. You don't need a, a freaking Josh Allen. Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl with a stout defense. Jimmy G got there being injury-prone and barely throwing 20 touchdowns a season. So, like, you don't need... Some teams don't need, like, these superstar quarterbacks. Now, the teams that did have it, they didn't have the pieces beforehand. They got their guy quarterback, saw what he can do, and built around him. We didn't know who Travis Kelsey really was until Pat Mahomes got there. Uh, Sky Moore, he's doing pretty much better. He made Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was fast, but now, look, Tyreek Hill went and got a bag because of – I mean, that's the difference between Alex Smith dinking and dunking and Patrick Mahomes taking deep shots. Us, we got – Chase Young, we got John Allen, Deron Payne, Cam Crow, we got Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Gibby, Brian Robinson. We have the pieces already. Now it's just the missing link as quarterback. I, I just think uh, it- we could have we could have a thirty minute argument about that, Trev, because I I totally disagree. <laughs> you can have a quarterback that can get you close, yeah, but nine times out of ten, maybe it's not nine times out of ten; it's eight and a half times out of ten. You need that quarterback to win a Super Bowl and just if you just look at the history of Super Bowl winning quarterbacks they were all franchise quarterbacks not all but we got a half out of 10 were franchise quarterbacks but for and us- you have a Nick Foles and a Trent Dilfer and uh maybe a Joe Flacco although he was a franchise quarterback yeah. right but otherwise you've got Brady and Mahomes and and Staubach and Bradshaw and and Aikman, and you know what I mean? You have Hall of Famers up and down win, who win the Super Bowl. But like I said, we could have a 30-minute a conversation on that. We don't want to go too far. But, yes, they need something better than an average quarterback. I mean, I that'll help. But San Francisco's an outlier. They could win it all with the seventh-round Mr. Irrelevant. They could, and it would be an amazing story, and it would be the biggest outlier in the history of sports probably. But I don't think bigger than an undrafted uh, free agent who, you know, bounced around and was bagging groceries in Iowa. I mean, they Um, did make a movie about him. Yeah, I mean, that that's big. But also, I don't believe he did it his first year. No, he was there for a few years before. He was not. Yeah, he wasn't a rookie. Like I said, he bounced around. We got ourselves a big donation from our friends over at the Command This Podcast. Thanks for the $9.99 donation here on the Super Chat. Always open because you are, in fact, our fourth sponsor. Command This Podcast says, if we bring in a former starter car, we are in the same scenario. We go from the Heineke Hive to the Howlers. 
I'd roll with Sam and keep mm-hmm. pain. This fan base will yell for Sam after the first interception. Yeah, that, man. my friend, is going to be a conversation we're going to be having in the cool down. Yes. We were talking about here in the warm-up about where Washington stands with their division rivals all being still in the playoffs in that divisional round. We appreciate everyone being in the chat right now. Graham, Gus Bus, TJ, Too Nasty. We mentioned Trout, Gregory, Joshua, and even our man AJ Perez is in the chat. In fact, he's going to be right here on the channel with us to talk about the sale of the franchise and where we are and what's going on with Dan Snyder. That's coming up right here, right now on The Game. The Game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. 